Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Lenses. I'm Cal. And I'm Hal, and today we're tackling eating disorders. Trigger warning for this episode, talk of depression and eating disorders. Thanks so much, and let's get right into this episode. So, what are eating disorders? Eating disorders are a broad category of serious mental health disorders um, that regard negative and damaging relationships with food, eating, exercise, and body images, like all the stuff that goes along with that. And they're characterized by persistent disturbances relating to eating and like other eating related behavior right and they can um significantly impair your health and mental health and like normal everyday functioning yeah and it results in altered consumption or absorption like just the way you eat food is extremely altered and there's a lot of different thoughts you have around it too um there's many different types of eating disorders because it's just a broad category like it's like a broad category that covers Mm -hmm. like a ton of like eating disorders, <laughs> um, including PICA, rumination disorder, avoidance slash ref- restrictive food intake disorder, anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervos- n- nervosa, and binge eating disorder. And we're not going to go uh, like over every specific type in this episode, but we're just going to do like the broad yeah, categorization. Yeah, we'll have disorder. more episodes for like specific types yes. and details. This is just like the broad idea of eating disorders in general, because right. otherwise we'd be talking for like an eternity. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, it typically begins in like a, a, a adolescent or young adulthood years, but it's not always like it can start occurring um, anytime. Yeah. Okay. So that's like the overview of an eating disorder, like what it is okay so now that we know the basic general idea of what an eating disorder is we're going to go over some symptoms remember like this is not a diagnosis or anything we're not like professionals these are just like common symptoms that people with these will experience if you have like one of these it doesn't necessarily mean you have an eating disorder but if you're like feeling some of these ways it makes sense to you please like reach out for help talk to a therapist trusted adult a doctor whatever because mm-hmm. that's important but anyway more of like the obvious symptoms of eating disorders is like binge eating which is like eating a lot of food at once and to the point where like you feel like excess like extremely full and then usually after that you'll feel like guilty about it like negative thoughts after you like eat a ton of food excessively basically there's also like no eating or a lot less eating which speaks for itself also another common symptom um eating disorders often go along with depression and like mood behaviors like that like negative moods depression constant sadness stuff like that right and to like add on to that um a lot of people think that with eating disorders it's just that you don't eat a lot of people don't really know about binge eating yeah but it can it can happen obviously not everyone has a uh, binge eating but right. it's something that um people that have an eating disorder will do and then they'll, like Hal said they'll feel really guilty and horrible about it um and that kind of ties in with the next symptom which is biodysmorphia if you don't know what body dysmorphia is it's basically where when you look at your 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 body or when you look at yourself like you you think that like these sp- like things like very specific things are wrong with you or that everything is wrong with you or that like you're you're horrible and like that your body's weird and that you know like you're not lovable that's I think yeah that's basically what body it's dysmorphia basically, is. basically like a ton of negative negative feelings about your body and like nitpicking and like specific parts sometimes like like a specific feature that you just obsessively are like I cannot stand this stuff like that just like when you see yourself you see your body like way worse than it actually is right I guess. Yeah. and like I've I mean I've ever I feel like everyone has seen those like uh, like Pinterest pictures of, of like someone looking in a mirror yeah. and like they're actually like a lot heavier skinnier than they are in real life like right. in the reflection of the mirror and even though those are like very I find them very cringy, but, like, that's kind of how it is, yeah. I guess. Um, also, another symptom is dramatic weight loss, but 
also that's not to say that just because someone's like not underweight that doesn't mean they have they don't have an eating disorder right. like eating disorders can affect people doesn't like it's not what they look like or anything but yeah that is a symptom like dramatic weight loss just like weight loss be- because of that not just because oh i lost a pound because i was like i don't know it's like it's not just yeah right like <laughs> being healthy and losing weight by being healthy is different than yeah um, eating disorder and i yeah any like anyone with any body type can have an eating disorder yeah. it doesn't really matter your weight right and it's not good to assume that, like, someone has an eating disorder because they're, like, what you think is skinny or, like, something like that. Yeah. That's very negative and bad. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, more, like, physical symptoms are, like, stained teeth from vomiting because, um, like, the vomiting is part of, like, a certain type of eating disorder. Intolerance of cold, like, your, like, your, your body is, has, like, a much greater than response to cold then is like considered normal i guess it's not just like being cold when it's cold right and 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 then the reason for that is because um when you're losing a lot of weight and you haven't been eating you have uh i don't i don't want to get this wrong um so if it's wrong i'm very sorry but you have like less like i don't want to say muscle because i don't know if that's right or not you have less like stuff from food like protein right so like there's 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 like physically less of you which can make you know, like, things like the cold affect yeah. you more. Because also when you, like, when you, like, start to starve because you don't have enough food, your body starts to, what is, like, te- it technically just starts to eat itself because it, because after, like, your carbs and fats, like, those are, like, two, like, types of, like, uh, organic molecules. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is from my bio <laughs> unit. But anyway, those are, like, your first two stores of energy. So when you, like, are starved they run out and then your body goes to the third source of energy which is proteins and if you don't know proteins build up everything in your body and make up your whole body so when it starts to eat your proteins then you lose that's like why you lose stuff because that's like your body and you're just eating yourself like that's what that is right which is basically offering you like less quote-unquote insulation and makes you more susceptible to cold sorry that like that one bullet point went on for a while but (laughs) it's just to say because like proteins are like how your body does everything with like Right. it's structured so when you don't have enough of those like that's why these this stuff happens anyway another <laughs> symptom is constant lightheadedness like if you, like i'm assuming everyone's experienced lightheadedness at some point for some reason but yeah also excessive sleep like sleeping more often than you usually do by like a lot or not sleeping enough like having trouble falling asleep staying asleep not getting enough sleep stuff like that right and um I know I don't want to keep adding on to points, and I'm sorry for that. But the the constant lightheadedness, um, most of it comes from dehydration from not eating enough food, cause uh, like the the major- I think all food has like liquid. I don't want to be yeah, an idiot, but it, I think like all food has everything like, liquid. has water. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, if if you're not eating food, you're not getting like water. I mean, I know a lot of people don't drink water already. Um, yeah hell, but okay. but um, like like food is. Yeah. Their only source of And water. I mean, I'm assuming, like, if you've ever, like, been hungry or, like, thirsty, then you might sort of feel, like, get a headache or lightheadedness. But because right. of an eating disorder, it could be, like, consistent or right, very right, often right. or constant. Um, another more, like, very physical symptoms are, like, dry, brittle nails or, like, thin, fragile hair. That's part of, like, keratin, which I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly that, yes, it is a protein. So, again, your body starts to eat itself proteins go bye-bye keratin's one of those and it makes like because keratin builds nails and in your hair 
so then it becomes like not normal i guess because then it's dry brittle thin fragile easily breakable stuff like that um also another part of that is poor wound wound (laughs) um again because proteins i would i i I have an urge to explain exactly how like scabs form but i feel like that is not (laughs) necessary or important it's It's just kind of gross my biology class taught me a ton of random things that i like to talk about anyway that's not important (laughs) another symptom stomach cramps i mean that kind of obvious i feel like yeah hunger yeah (laughs) your your stomach hurts when you're hungry um another one is uh this isn't really physical but preoccupation with food weight or dieting so like you're constantly distracted by you know like calorie counting or how much you've eaten um just things like that and not being able to uh, have trouble focusing on stuff because of that being like obsessed with your weight and like what you ate and diets and stuff like it's like a constant thought in your mind and stuff there's also a denying feeling hungry um like people will be like oh why aren't you eating are you hungry and you're like no i'm not like i'm fine stuff like that Mm -hmm. that but that's just that's like just like what you do people do i guess um there's also like inability to focus as cal like just said above especially because of those constant thoughts and also just because you have like a a lot more going on in your brain because of that and it makes it really hard to like sit down and focus on like simple things or like stuff you normally would be able to focus on right um another one is uh consistently expressing like feeling overweight or like but i mean it really that that ties into bias dysmorphia like i said earlier and obviously not everyone who has any disorder is going to be talking about their weight because a lot of the time they don't want people to know yeah but um like occasionally people will right. like express about how they feel overweight or they feel heavy when really they are severely underweight yeah there's also like a part of it is like overly excessive like exercising or exercise regimens like having like a negative idea of exercise where like i need to exercise or else like it's bad because of like exercise relating to weight and stuff like that like not just exercising because like oh yeah i want to go outside and like have fun and exercise it's like negative exercise thoughts i guess right um there's also irritability which i i may be wrong on this but kind of goes along like when you're hungry like you get mad at people more easily like yeah, no, that. I think it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're not, like, we're not experts, but, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I would but, guess that's why. But, yeah, there's also, like, just irritability in general. Also, um, social withdrawal. When you have an eating disorder, like, you stop wanting to communicate with people and, like, like feel, like, less socially active and, like, you aren't really, like, talking to, like, your friends or, like, texting, like, other people like you normally would. Right, and that that really ties in uh, with depression, especially, yeah. um, which is, as we said earlier, a common symptom of having need disorder. Right. And then there's also, like, food rituals that go along with that. Um, some of food rituals and food, like, you have to eat food in a certain order, or, like, excessive chewing, like, stuff like that that is, like, not just, like, eating food and then just, like, not thinking about it. Right, like, having, uh, like, rituals and stuff is more, like, you're eating food, but you're, like, thinking about everybody and, like, how much it's gonna affect you and stuff like that. Like, yeah. um, people without any eating disorder can just, you know, they can just eat, but people with yeah. one have a, like, they have to be, they're very aware yeah. of all the food Yeah, makes eating. it very hard. Yes. But anyway, those are, like, some of the symptoms 
obviously like not all just like yeah. some physical and mental and yeah there's there, there's there's a lot of symptoms yeah. and we, we i mean we went through like a, a, a lot but there's obviously more and if you have a couple of them that doesn't mean you have any disorder but um never be hesitant to reach out to somebody yeah because it's better to get help than to not right <laughs> yeah so now that we've gone over like an overview idea of what eating disorders are and like some of the symptoms of it Mm -hmm. uh we want to talk about what it isn't which we do every episode but it's important because there's stigma around all these mental health disorders and it's important to like take away like these myths and common perceptions that people hold that are just not true and like having those perceptions can be really harmful to people so first an eating disorder is not like a choice or just like a diet choice no one chooses to have an eating disorder no one wants that it's not like oh yeah i'm just gonna do that now like no you don't choose it it just it happens to you it's not something you want or choose and it's not cool to say that it is because that just like discredits the whole thing of it right because you can have a diet and that's great like why is it healthy an eating disorder is not healthy like it's not something good for you and and people who say that they want one they're like i want to be skinny i wish i had an eating disorder then i wouldn't have to worry about the like no like what is that's horrible do not say that (laughs) it's because it's so it's it's so hard and horrible to have an eating disorder and people are like i want to have one or that seems so like no it's not fun it's not it's something you want and people who struggle with it that's it's really hard for them and it's not okay to like say stuff like that right, right. it's also not a simple disorder they're like eating disorders are very complicated they have many aspects it's not just like some oh you just don't eat like there's many types of eating disorders there's many co- different like symptoms and consequences and just like general like aspects of them it's not just some like one thing says all right and, and and like you just heard the symptom list is very long we didn't yeah even cover we covered like a like like just like a chunk of it but yeah it's very long <laughs> yeah eating disorders also aren't the same for everyone this is like with everything basically but everyone experiences them like d- in their own way i guess there's no like one size fits all this is what you a disorder is if you don't exactly fit this you don't have like no they're different for everyone but they still like all fall under the same idea of eating disorders Right, it's also not just a, a woman or a female problem. Um, eating disorders can affect anyone, no matter your age, race, gender, uh, body size, like we said earlier. Um, it's not, I feel like people think it's just a, I, I, it's kind of sad how many people think it's just a female yeah, problem. Yeah, because it's not, like, and then only, when you say it's only that, it makes it really difficult for people who aren't just uh, females to, like, Except that th- this is what they're struggling with, because there's all that stigma around it, like, oh, you're a man, you can't have an eating sort of, like, disorder, right. like, that's not true, and that makes it hard for those people to get help and realize that they need help, I guess. Right, because I feel like people just commonly associate, like, oh, if, if, you're, if your gender is a girl, then you have, you are feminine and diet and have, you know, like, yeah. and, and, and men are, uh, and like so they're just typically seen as like oh you're strong and masculine yeah. which is which is not true i don't yeah. want to get all political but, but like, like the gender binary is not cool and right especially when it comes to mental health problems it's very harmful right, right. to people so yeah also an eating disorder is not something that isn't dangerous i know i use the d- double negative but whatever um <laughs> an eating disorder is very dangerous it can be life-threatening and it causes many negative harmful symptoms and it's really hard to deal with and it's not just some like simple not a big deal thing it has very serious consequences it needs to be treated it's really hard to deal with and overcome saying that it's not a big problem or not dangerous is really harmful and also like discredits the 
harmful like a negative experience people have with them because then it says like oh your problems aren't real but they are and it, like it's not just like you're fine like no treatment is important like help is important you need to be supporting that instead of just saying like brushing it off right and um uh eating disorders they're they're uh not untreatable i know it's similar i know it's similar double negative but like they're not untreatable so <laughs> there there is no like magical cure to an eating disorder but there's treatment that can help for people who are struggling which we'll go over in a minute but. yeah but yeah this is yeah it's just important to note like these things because talking like when you just think these things and then like saying them that's really harmful to people who are struggling and it's not okay right so yeah next we're gonna go over some causes all right so now we're gonna go over a couple of causes of having an eating disorder um one of them is genetics and biology so certain people uh, may have genes that increase their risk of developing an eating disorder which can come from if past family members have had an eating disorder or have had mental health problems um that can affect if, if you have one obviously that's not like if, if you just because like you're like if you're if your mom has an eating disorder doesn't mean that you're gonna like for sure have one but it can play a role in like the your genes and if like it can increase your likelihood right. of developing one like just like the whole family history of mental health problems stuff doesn't right. mean you will but you can and it's seen before where that happens um there's also biological factors that can be a possible cause of eating disorders or at least part of the cause or reason um th- this includes like changes in brain chemicals because that obviously is changing like the way your brain is working which is changing how you're thinking i guess um that can also play a role there's also um environmental factors which is a big part of it um these are like like the dynamics like the environment that surrounds someone this can include like family stuff like growing up like with family related beliefs and discussions about like weight food and self-view like that are like negative or not good i guess like that can like cause eating disorder diagnoses and thoughts around that um like again with this like social views like around peers in school talking about it or like friends talking about it also a lot of it is social media like seeing stuff like tv and movies um and part of like the whole consumer culture thing because there's a lot of like bad like food culture i guess that makes it difficult Especially, like, um, the, like, uh, models and Instagram, Photoshop yeah. bodies that look perfect. Like, and people, filters, like, real whatever. people don't look like that. Yeah. Um, and with, uh, environmental factors, I just want to say that even if you have a really good family, it doesn't mean that you're, like, any, you have an eating disorder, that doesn't mean that your eating disorder is, like, less valid. Like, yeah. just, like, just, even if your family is, like, really great, it doesn't mean that you can't have an eating disorder. Yeah. Like, it can happen to Just because your life is great doesn't mean that you can't have any mental right, health right. problems like it's just as valid as anybody yeah, else's so don't don't think that just because oh i don't fit all this stuff it doesn't it's not re- like it is like it's still valid um there's also psychological and emotional health factors that go into it um like other psychological and emotional problems can contribute to the to the eating disorder like some of these things include like low self-esteem perfectionism impulsive behavior troubled relationships with like families and friends and stuff like that just like all these other like emotional stuff that can contribute to eating disorders right and like most mental illnesses there's no like one distinct cause of uh developing um a mental illness or in this case eating disorder uh 
Researchers found that it's a mix of the three, three, four that we mentioned. Yeah. Um, it can include, and it's often like a mix of genetic, biological, psychological, and social factors. And like having those can increase the risk for an eating disorder. Right. So now we've covered like causes, stigma around eating disorders, and overview of what it is, and like symptoms. We want to talk about treatment because there's a lot of ways that you can be treated and help out there. Um, a big part of treatment is therapy. <laughs> there's <laughs> like true. different. There's also like many different types of therapy you can get, including family therapy, which is therapy as, as it reads like with your family to talk things mm-hmm. through. There's also individual therapy, which is like therapy alone. Um, also there's group therapy, which is therapy with, like, other people who may also be having similar problems. Um, sometimes that can be helpful to talk to others. And then there's also cognitive behavioral therapy. Right. Um, another thing, I don't do, uh, quote-unquote treatment. Obviously these aren't, like, you know, like, they're not, like, guaranteed to work, but they can really help. Yeah. Is, uh, nutritional rehabilitation, which, what that, I know that sounds big and fancy, but yeah. what it means is really just, like, trying to help your eating, just helping your diet, like, getting right. a, um, a nutritionist or a dietitian to help you out with your eating. Yeah, and there's also, like, medical services and, like, medication and stuff. Right. Medication can be helpful, um, I know some people are like, I don't want to rely on meds or stuff like that, which, I mean, okay, but it can help, um, but whatever it's just each each person does yeah yeah and honestly i think if if you're feeling this way i don't know why you wouldn't want to have medication because then you'll stop like would you i would rather just have to take a a, like medicine every morning and not feel awful than feel awful all day so i don't really know why people i mean a lot of people do say it they're like i don't want to take medication but which i don't really understand that medication is like proven to help that's why it's only when it's prescribed yes yeah um also uh along with that like medical services like talking to like your doctor and mm-hmm. whatever other medical services they and have. yeah it doesn't have to be like a special doctor just yeah. like your regular doctor yeah you can just it tell can them just about be it that. um also just these are just some like types of treatment they have there's plenty of others out there like if you are looking into this like obviously do research like yeah whatever. do your own research um and if you're feeling this way please get help you're worth it there's lots of treatment out there there's ways to get better there's no, like, miracle cure, unfortunately, but there is ways to improve and help yourself out. Yes, and you can be treated. You can yes. get over your eating disorder. It doesn't mean that you're going to live with it just because you have it for your whole life. Yeah. Like, it is possible. Yeah. So. And you deserve the help to get yes. there. So, that's our basic overview, I guess, of eating disorders. Um, we hope that helped somehow. Um, just getting the information out there, I guess. So thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. Feel free to email us anytime at our email, which is like posted everywhere somehow, maybe. But <laughs> if you don't know, I guess it's callanhealthspeaks at gmail.com. All lowercase. I don't know. I I, yeah. I mean, lowercase doesn't matter, but it's all lowercase. If it does. If it does, yeah. It does. <laughs> um, and make sure to check out our blog. The link will be in either the bio or description of wherever you're listening to this on. Yes. Um, our blog is very cool. We yes. have our first post and we'll be coming out with more soon. And yeah, we're available. I don't, it, whatever you're listening to, us on, we're available on Spotify and uh, Anchor and, and Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcast. Apple Podcasts now. And which I'm is awesome. pretty sure Google Podcasts, if it's yeah. not there, then it's not there, but it's there, it but might it, be there. But maybe it, <laughs> maybe it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just also, we have this new, it's on our link tree in our bio, but. We have a vent form if you want to vent, but remember if you need, like, serious help or something like that, 
the National Suicide Hotline is 988. But yeah. Oh, yes. And check out our Instagram. I make animations. Yes. Check it out. It's very cool. Yes. Anyway, after all that uh, merch talk. <laughs> yeah, sorry that sorry that we like hardcore plugged our <laughs> socials, but anyway. please check us out. Yeah. <laughs> please. So that's all for this episode, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, thank you so much.